Okay, hello, this is Noah and John again from Urban Digs. We are talking Manhattan, and today I got Maddie Faber from Halstead. Hello, great <laughs> 30, to be with you guys. 33 year veteran of this industry, is that correct? <laughs> yes, and I'm still smiling and trudging away. Yeah, you're so. looking great. <laughs> um, thank you for joining. Yes. Um, we got a lot of people that are wondering what's happening out there, and you, mm -hmm. you got your pulse on the market. So let's just yeah. start right into yeah. it. Yeah. What's going on? Well, there's not a lot going on. I think it's uh, sellers are praying that people will come to their apartments and get offers. Mm -hmm. they, we're having open houses. We are advertising. We are not even a real estate company anymore. We're really a marketing company. Mm -hmm. We're a party planning company mm -hmm. because there's really so much we can do to get people in to see a property because the traffic really is slow. Mm -hmm. Why is the traffic slow? <laughs> Everybody has different viewpoints. It, there's definitely not one uh, one answer to that. I mean, obviously, your tax deduction has gone down. Mm -hmm. The product on the market, the inventory is just in every category. Uh, it's flooded with inventory, and if you know, you look at some of the charts, you can see how yeah. we've just got so much on the market. And is that because everybody's moving? Is that because nobody's moving and nobody's buying anything? Mm -hmm. Is that because there's so much new construction that you know there's so much to choose from? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's all of that, and it's also that whatever goes up always comes down, and we've mm -hmm. enjoyed quite a few years of a spectacular, very strong market, yeah. and now we are dipping. Right. And, you know, it's a question of how much. I don't know exactly where this is going to go, but I will say that unless a property is priced not for the market, but below the market, mm -hmm. and it has to really look like a great deal, um, there's not a lot of traffic of people coming in and right. actually bidding on an apartment, even if you do get traffic because there's so much to choose from. So that's a problem that is overwhelming in the one-bedroom market all the way up to $10, 15000000 million market. And right. it's contagious because me, this conversation is is one in which everybody's having. Right. And that's, that's mainly on the sell side. I'm curious, how does your business break down now? Is it mainly sellers? Is it mainly buyers? I half have... I would say half and half, okay. but what's happening to me is I have three exclusives, okay. and I priced one of them prior to the fall okay. at one price, and then we figured, okay, after the summer, uh, the fall, and everybody will be back. Yes, everybody came back, but still nobody came to the apartment to see right. it, and it was very frustrating for the sellers not to see any visitors at the open house and we yeah. had open houses and we had parties and we had invites and it's a beautiful beautiful two-bedroom brand new mint uh, condo that would have flew off the shelves couple uh, a couple of years right. ago and now we have it on the rental market and that conversation becomes a blanket conversation for me because three of my properties are now on the rental market because of the frustration of the mm -hmm. sellers not getting so they all took sale. it off the market Right. All took it, not off the market, right. but put it on, on the, the market, market. For, on the rental market. Is it on the market as sale as well, or is it is it off the market as a sale? Totally on the market for both a sale gotcha. mm -hmm. okay. and a rental. Gotcha. But when you have, and these properties are mint, beautiful new construction condos. So mm -hmm. if, you, if I'm doing it, you can imagine how many beautiful properties have hit the market right. yeah. that are 
nicer than rentals. Right. They're condominiums. Their finishes are beautiful. There's a lot of rental product out there that people can rent instead of buying. Right, and the concessions are high right now. A month free, and yeah. you know maybe no broker's fee, right. and with all you know, and in an unstable market where people are nervous, and they're seeing the stock market go up and down. Do they want to take their money out and put it into a property? Are they going in the long term to be able to really make? Is the real estate market going to outpace the right. stock market? Who knows? That was our philosophy for years. Right. Going forward, all these question marks about everything in our world, right. from social security right. to, uh, you know, everything yeah. is changing. And that's what it's, it's uncertainty. And buyers, right. look, when, they, when it's uncertain, buyers do not bid up in uncertain markets. They either pause or they go to the sidelines or they'll just lower their bid until they price something in. But you mentioned one bedrooms. I just want to touch yeah. on this really quick. Yes. Um, and I'm looking at the one bedroom market and supply is up 30%. Pending sales is down one and a half percent. This is year over year. Days on market at 84, up 47%. All my pricing trends are showing it down. Um, price per square foot down two and a half. Median sale price down four. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned off market. So I want to go check really quick. Off market, oh, up 75%. <sighs> off market's up seven. I like to look at this off market chart because um, it's. Look, it's not all about supply and demand, right? You got your inventory, and you made a good point in the beginning that supply is kind of, it's way up there. And supply is a function of what? How much stuff comes on the market versus how much stuff goes into contract taken out versus mm -hmm. how much stuff goes off market versus what closed, right? And off market's one of those pieces. And if off market rises, sellers are not getting their bids. They're taking their listing off the market. Otherwise, if they, they were, they will go into contract, right. right? So rising off market trend is a weak signal one bedroom market's up 76%. It's, yeah, that surprise you? <laughs> I have to tell you, everybody was you know, praying for one bedroom exclusives, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I want to say a year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you listed, a one bedroom, regardless of the condition, uh, 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 they would just... They would trade. Yeah. Trade, immediately. Um, and to see that market fall flat on its face was really very, very surprising. Because uh, you wonder, where are these first-time buyers? What, where, what are they doing? They're working here. Mm -hmm. They have jobs. Jobs are, are doing well. Mm -hmm. uh, employment rate is up. Yeah. Um, you would hope. These kids go to amazing schools. They're here and they're working. But what are they doing? Are they just renting apartments? Right. It, it could be because of the concessions. Um, or perhaps... You know, it's a downtown market. Maybe we have to segment this conversation into location, mm -hmm. which could be very important because if it's a younger demographic, we are really talking about that demographic being more downtown. Yeah, it, it's such a segmented marketplace. I mean, yeah. no one really talks about it. I mean, it's not only it's not only downtown, it's also price point. I mean, you got the high end and something very different than the low end. Yep. The co-ops are doing different things in the condos right. and the neighborhoods are doing different things. It's neighborhood, location, it's, it's price, it's property type. Right. It, absolutely. And we can <laughs> even go as far as to say that it's location, 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 true. It always has been that way in real estate. But the other thing I noticed is if an apartment is renovated, it's going to trade quicker or at least there'll be more people interested in right. it mm -hmm. um, as well as an apartment with a view right yeah it buyers seems... are bidding up reviews and renovations absolutely yeah. those are the two key things that I am seeing right um, is that similar across all the other down markets you've experienced I mean from the the dot the dot-com crash the Lehman crisis are, are, are there some truisms that hold true in a down market views renovations buyers will still bid up for um, the answer is yes. 
there are truisms that hold true in those markets because why not buy something on a high floor that's renovated in a better location for the right. same price that you can you know mm -hmm. buy a lesser product for right. however I I am seeing a slowdown in even well-priced high floor good view you know I, I think that what is happening is sellers really have not really gotten realistic yet right they, they, they it's very tough because the mentality of a seller especially if they own uh, you know eight to ten years ago they're figuring on making a profit because we usually get this 10 year you know graphic right. where you know the money comes back and it's a good investment real estate and right now with entity with certain you know tax mm -hmm. uh, problems or tax uh, situations that are very undefinable uh, people are scratching their head they're not really sure they can't figure out how much an apartment's going to cost after tax they mm -hmm. people can't figure out you know where the market's going to go and and a lot of it is everybody talks to each other and it becomes a contagious conversation right true or false um, people are scared and, yeah. and, and they're just holding off and, and not, look, there are always going to be trading in, in New York City. People are always buying. Right. But it's, 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 I've never seen a market where there's just a Mexican standoff like this. The yeah. sellers are just not. Well, it's interesting you say that because I feel like, you know, there's a, one of the things we've been talking about is a herd mentality amongst both buyers and sellers. Absolutely. And, this is, you know, the real estate is not something you can turn on CNBC and there's a Manhattan real estate channel with a ticker on the bottom talking about every, that actually be kind of cool. But <laughs> that's a great idea. All, all, these, all these trades. For all the day cost. traders of Manhattan real estate. Well, that's right. So, so no one's focused necessarily on the, on the ticks, every little tick in the market. But when you go to a cocktail party or a party in the city and a conversation yes. inevitably turns to real estate as it does, you, you, don't, you just sort of pay attention to what the general trends are. And either True. real estate's up and wow, everyone's real estate's great. I can't believe the prices are higher. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is a down market. So it, sellers kind of have a one-way view of things. Either the market's terrific and I bought 10 years ago, so I should be on top of the world and I should be getting the top price of my building, or, oh, goodness sakes. But they're inherently biased. I mean, every seller is inherently biased. I mean, it's, it's just there's nothing you can do to overcome it. Listen, I was just listening to your conversation before about these high floors with the views, and I was just mm -hmm. imagining um, three-plus bedroom condo market, and I just wanted to – you said sellers are, are slowly adapting. This is median listing discount. I did it for the three-plus bedroom condo market only. So it's showing me how much sellers have to go down to get a deal. Look at the last Look at the last tick, the last number, down 8.6%. And so, I do... So buyers, mm -hmm. if you're a buyer right now, all right, you are literally making the next shift kind of down right now, and it's right. starting to filter in. I mean, look where it was before. It was at five. Right, and that's and to bear in mind, that's a median number. So we're looking at a lot of offers coming in well below 10% of the asking price. Yeah. 90% of the asking price. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, yeah. if I'm a buyer right now and you're getting that type of discount, now this is a light lagging, right, because I mean, we have to wait three months for the um, mm -hmm. sales to come in, but it's just, right. uh, it makes you really wonder what the next couple of months are, but... I mean, if, if this is true, I mean, we're in a pocket right now. That's just actually happening as we talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's hard to be in real time with these numbers because yeah. you have to wait till right. something, you know, till it really closes and you have the hard number. But I, you know, people are on the sidelines and when you can get a three bedroom on a high floor with a beautiful view and a condominium and yeah. you're looking at, 
you know, less than 2,000 a square foot mm -hmm. uh, for a quality product, that is something to, to really pay attention to because I've never seen a drop like that in all my 33 years of doing this. Yeah. Uh, I saw, you know, one or two down, you know, 1% or 2%. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, the demographics really are changing of the people who live in the city. Yeah. People are getting to a point where they're moving out. And I think that, you know, if you look at sales in Florida, they're up. Right. People are Florida buying, people are hot. moving. Yeah. Florida market is hot. You yeah. know, wherever I got a buddy to. of mine that's looking for a place down there, just had some kids, he wants to upgrade, and he said this market has not come down. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's very interesting. Not that you know we sell in Florida, but we're very aware of the international markets. And right. at that point, I have investors and I have foreign buyers who I have sold apartments to here, and they are not putting more money into the market in New York City. They do have- They're waiting? I don't know if they're waiting or if they're done, okay. but their governments are absolutely making it very difficult for them to bring money out mm -hmm. of their countries and invest here. Okay. And now they see their invest you know, their investments are really not worth what they thought they were, and all that product is on the market as well, and that's luxury condominiums that are on the market for rent right. now because they can't resell them. So that also adds to the inventory. Mm -hmm. um, no, I agree with you. I'm looking at the three-plus bedroom condo market right now. I'm looking at the entire market, three-plus bedroom condo market, because I want to look at real-time stuff. Yes. Right? Supplies up 16%. Not bad, considering, but pending sales is down 10%. You know, I use this volatility index um, a lot. It's, it tells me it's like a barometer, mm -hmm. because every sector is completely unique. So yes. what this volatility index, it's not really volatility, but it's a supply to pending sales ratio. It just takes these two numbers of inventory and what's in contract pending, right? Supply and demand. And right now there's 4.75 4 times more stuff. Basically, the higher that number goes, the weaker the market. And the normal market's around two and a half That's in terms really of volatility. The three plus condo market's at just under five. So buyers have more leverage in this sector of the market than they have in the broader market. And you know, days on market is 110. Price per square foot, down 7% year over year. Median sale price, down 7% year over year. Contract activity, down 43%. Blood on the streets. Why, the is, why are people not putting in offers? It's, it's uncertainty. It's, it's whenever buyers get uncertain, and whether it's a stock market, it's, it's political, um, they, they think the market's falling. That's the thing. It's, you know, when the market's hot, buyers want, I, I don't want to pay peak prices. I want some options. I want to negotiate. Like that's how it was 2013, 2014, and into 2015. And my clients got frustrated and they participated, they put the bids in, mm -hmm. but they were getting outbid, right? Because mm -hmm. it was a seller-friendly market. Yes. Now they have everything they wished for, but they're not bidding. So the question is why? And the thing is in 2009, you know, when the credit crisis hit full gear, yeah. people were not buying. But in hindsight, everyone's like, ah, wish I'd been in 2009, 2010. You know, you wish you did something at a time. At the time, Absolutely. it's very, very hard to it's, do. Uh, because uh, I get it. you think the market's going to go down again. It's like, all right, you know what? I'll just wait till next year and I'll pay 10% less. When that's, it, again, Manhattan doesn't work that way. And when you see the market favoring one side more than other meeting buyers, mm -hmm. um, I, I just tend to get bullish. That's just me personally. I don't know how you feel about it. Well, I'm <laughs> encouraging all my customers to make offers. Be yeah. only one person is going to buy at the very bottom of this cycle. Right. Uh, and and that's Alana, a good point. You only know, one person will hit the bottom. <laughs> uh, you know we, but there's such opportunity here if you just engage a seller yes. and 
you know, if you're a serious, motivated person who or, or wants to create a home to improve upon and to make it a place where, you know, you're going to stay for a while and you don't want to be in a rental, which is very transient sometimes, right. and you don't want to renovate a rental or do any work. It's, it's nice to, if you know you're going to be here and you're going to be working in New York City, you know, plant roots yeah. Yeah. and 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 buy you know this is what everybody wished for a market in which yeah. affordability is there and options and yeah. and options and that's the biggest thing it's like, it's like in manhattan you're never, you're never gonna find it's hard to find the perfect perfect property i mean usually if i'm if i'm buying like i'll look at the 30 things that are available maybe one i'm picky i mean maybe one or two of them will have what i'm looking for but maybe the price is wrong or the location is not the best so but when you find that perfect Saying More myself, close. oh, the market's down right now. I don't yes. want to bid. Is just a ridiculously narrow-sighted it's, argument, in my in, in my opinion, relative to what you're buying and where we came from. Right. You know, and that's that's another aspect of this market that I think might be different from some of the other markets. Is that the and we were talking about this briefly before we started, but the fabulous apartments of today are not mm-hmm. necessarily the fabulous apartments of ten years ago. I think there's a lot of changing in taste different and preferences. Animal. Different that's right. animal. Yeah. It's very interesting. So what would you tell, let's, let's just go really quick, we're nearing the end of this here, uh, what would you tell sellers out there? Um, are you experiencing sellers that are still not getting it? Are they starting to get it? Are they getting it? I mean, where are they right now in the process of getting it? It's, it's a tricky situation. I really try to price apartments appropriately without a lot of negotiating room mm-hmm. because um, if, if, you, if you have a serious seller who really wants to sell, they have to realistically you, you you can't really look at the comps that was three months ago so you can look at what's on the market mm-hmm. now what their competition is right. and obviously um, on urban digs there are so many graphs and so, such wonderful graphics you know to figure out what what something should be priced at right um, Noah does a great job at comping out you know where exactly a, a product should be priced mm-hmm. and we Try to price it correctly, or a little bit under market. Probably right. is 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 the right way to go. Are they go. listening? Are sellers listening to um, that though? Sellers aren't listening. They want to give it maybe two or three weeks or two That's open houses okay. before they actually lower the price. Uh, That's if, not bad though. Well, you know, it's funny because they say they will lower the price, and it's really like a month later, and we get a price, and right. then in the eyes of the buyer, they say, "Oh, that seller is getting more negotiable; right. they're coming down on the price." Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know what they say? They say it. You have one shot to make the first good impression. Right. And to me, you go. A seller should really go in as low as possible as right. close to what they want to take for an apartment. And that's a very difficult philosophy to explain yeah. when you have other brokers you know coming in and I'll tell you say, why. you know, price it higher, right. maybe price, you'll yeah. get it. That's they feel like they're leaving money on the table. They're, 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 exactly. So you got number one, you got those brokers that are pricing it high because they want to win the listing and they're poisoning, right, this seller to a fantasy anchored number. Can't and do it sec- anymore. Right, exactly. You can't do it anymore, right? And um, and secondly, um, I forgot my point. What was the second point that you brought up? <laughs> yeah. Well, the sellers feel like they're leaving money on the they're table. They're leaving money by, on the table, yes. Accepting yeah. a lower offering price. When, but the thing about... fact the matter, Brian, I mean, you can, we've seen bidding wars in down markets. That was my point. The market yeah. will actually dictate itself. And if That's you right. do underprice, Absolutely. you're not leaving money on the table. The market will come back. And yeah. if you're $200,000 underpriced, you're going to have six people 
going over this, Which and they're going to battle it out. All the sharks coming in to yeah. bid on a property. When mm-hmm. it's priced right. correctly, you're going to have a bidding war, and yeah. obviously we can work up to the number, the seller's number, without having to struggle right. to get someone interested and get down to a number which is very palatable in this market right so it's tricky stuff and i'll tell you if seller is not you know in need of selling they will take it off and you know maybe rent right rent uh then again if it's a co-op you can't always rent out your property so they people get a little stuck yeah it's a very buyers should look at off-market stuff well that was actually i wanted to follow up with that question Uh, let's say we've got i don't know what the off-market number is right now for the one bedrooms or whatever it was at 1300 when i checked 1300 yeah what would you say of, of those thirteen hundred mm-hmm. are actually mm-hmm. still really for sale? I'm a lot of them. The, I would think a lot the of secret, them. The secret side of supply is. Uh, well, I, you know, it's a tricky conversation to have about off market because yeah. we're not, a, we're you know, Rebney, the Real Estate Board of New York, really doesn't allow us to have off market properties that aren't listed right. generally for the brokerage community to show. Right. Um, you know, so I don't really understand off-market. I guess you're interpreting it as people who are still interested in selling. Well, but so yet aren't. A, a little inside baseball here. So in the Revd system, it's it's permanently off the market and temporarily off the market, POTM, TOTM. Yes, exactly. So technically that's what will change something to off-market in Urban Digs. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of sellers do this for either seasonality or they want to do a little bit of a renovation or they want to freshen it up, right? They just yeah. want to freshen it up. Or again, it's Thanksgiving, it's, it's not New Year's, I want to take it off and put it back mm-hmm. in in January. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. could be a freshen up period. Yeah. Um, or they're renovating, I want to take it off the market, I want to repaint it, I want to, I want to fix the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, is that, I mean, if you get an inquiry, right? If you get an inquiry, if it's off the market mm-hmm. and a buyer says, you know what, I, I'm actually interested in this property, I mean, mm-hmm. are you still, you're still passing that inquiry on to the seller? Well, if something is off the market and it is a unique property mm-hmm. that has, you know, the high floor terrace or it has the, you know, fabulous designer Christian, you know, right. Clive kitchen, yeah. you know, I'm going to delve into my listings, obviously, mm-hmm. and be able to find that jewel. And I will contact the seller. If you don't do things out of the box in this market, right. you will have no business. Right. But if you have that seller and that seller takes it off the market and then you get an inquiry, from Street Easy or Urban Digs or whatever, mm-hmm. of someone saying, mm-hmm. "I want, I want to see your apartment," you'll pass the inquiry on. You'll show the apartment. Oh, of course. Okay. Well, that's if the seller, if the seller is is amenable, is amenable, right. and also if they feel that the person's privy to uh, the sense of the number that they want to get, right? Because they don't that, want to waste their see, time. See, that's a great point. Because yeah. if I was going to put off-market sellers in a in a in a few categories, one would be people who are just asking unre- unreasonable prices to begin with. Mm-hmm. Two, it, and that the biggest one is people who actually really need to sell but can't get their price. And then three is that. I don't know what three would be. Maybe the people who want to sell but they want to fix it up, their their plans are still in flux. There's, I think there's three main categories. Right. And I'm more curious about the people who really do want to sell, but they didn't get their price for whatever reason. And I'm just curious, is that 50% of the number? I mean, there's no more? way to quantify it. I mean, and, yeah. and, 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 no, that's what I'm just guessing. Look, in, at Urban Digs, we, we had an internal argument with my beginning coders a long time ago whether or not off-market should be considered as active inventory. I mean, even though it's off-market, is it's still kind of on the market. People can still find it. Mm-hmm. You can do, do a search and find these listings. And yeah, the answer was no. It's not really on the market. It's not being marketed anymore. It's not going to. It's not being exposed to media outlets. It's not being fed out. It's just kind of off the market. But again, if I'm a buyer, if I'm a buyer right now, and you absorbed 
all of your your, your the pool of options. listings you're looking yeah. for, the options. Yes. Take a look at off market. You can search off market on Urban Digs, but take a look off market and see what's going on, and and reach out to that broker. You never know. Again, you never know if the listing was going to come back on the market and they say take it off for three weeks and put it back on. Right. I mean, if there's going to be a change of agency or you're going to lose a listing and it's going to go somewhere else and that's off the market for that yeah. reason. Fine. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm losing the listing. Um, I don't know if she's going to relist. <laughs> I, I, I'll forward your inquiry, but you know yeah, what? I don't yeah. expect a response. The only thing with this conversation that puts a little bit of a shadow on it is most of the things that are off market are unreasonable sellers. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and if, you know, you're calling and they think somebody wants to see your property, you know, it always gives them the impetus to stick really even close to an unrealistic. Right. That's the number one reason it's off market. <laughs> that's right. Well, and there's one more question. I know we're running short on time, but I do have one more question about sure. off market is... I, I know in a down market, before before a broker, and, and I've heard this a lot, is that before something goes on market and starts adding days on market every time it's off, they try to create a sense of urgency by sort of marketing it as, you know, hey, I've got this new off-market listing that's going to go alive in three months or a month and a half. Mm-hmm. You want to bring your clients in to see it. And I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Good question. Is that a good strategy in a down market, or is it really is it the kind of thing it has to be on the market to be available to everybody? I, I don't think it's a good strategy. Um, I don't think that building up this huge desire and you know having twenty people waiting outside a door for a listing that's going to come on. I mean, to, to I think that a listing needs to be listed. People need to see it. People need to understand the floor plans, the pictures, where it is. They mm-hmm. need to walk it, touch yeah. it, yeah. live it yeah. immediately. You know, it's pr- it's a it's a pr- price-driven market there's no question that any market from when I started is price-driven if people see value but good value a trade is going to happen there's no question about it but they have to see you know not just market value but below market value I am listing a townhouse tomorrow and we were going to wait until the beginning of the year because there's a huge beautiful wraparound uh, setback terrace And really, you know, there's no market anymore to wait until this time or that time. Yeah, what's time. the market we're waiting for? I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to go live tomorrow. You know, it's beautiful. It's in a brownstone. There's an elevator. It's a triplex. It's a unique property. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, you know, how the market feels And this about is what Fred it. Peters yeah. just said. We and just interviewed Fred, and he said, listen, I said, well, should we take it off the holiday season? He's like, why? What's the point? He's like, I've done deals on New Year's Eve. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah absolutely. I, I couldn't I, agree, I agree more. I mean, the way to, to, the way to reach the market is to be on be active, be on the market. The right. way the market market's going to react to you is by seeing it and, and acting on it. If you uh, show it to a handful I of people, agree. you're not going to get the same market forces. The market exactly. will tell you The market will tell you over time. It's not like, all right, December, the market's going to kind of add. Ah, December's wrong. January is the right interpretation. Right. December's the wrong interpretation. Yeah, you the market will tell you. You can't time the market on prices, and you can't time the market on reaction. It's just, it's it's, just not a good idea. It's not a seasonal market anymore. I mean, right. you, you know, I mean, the Wall Street bonuses, which is a big, you know, driven driver in New York City, it, people know what their bonuses are pretty much now they're going to be getting them in January and February um, that you know might be an uptick in traffic right. hopefully maybe you know after Christmas time yeah. uh, we depend on certain industries which yeah. the, the the question that has me rubbing my head is there's employment the industries are doing well uh, you know Wall Street's getting their bonuses um, you know there should be more action in terms of the real estate market right now yeah. so you know we none of us have the answer but I know it'll turn around but that's why we're having these shows we're, you know, we're having these shows to talk about this and to try to actually narrow the spread a little bit between bid and ask so we can figure out what's going on right. and I think one of the reasons why that spread so wide is because buyers are just uncertain so I mean if we can yeah. get some information out to these buyers and sellers from all different walks of life in the real estate industry and that's yes. what the purpose of the show is um, maybe that'll make them feel a little more confident. Maybe showing them some data about how this market is down will 
make them more confident. And buyers tend to bid when they're more confident. So that's how I feel about it. But anyway, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. Anytime. You guys are always welcome. (laughs) John, you're always welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you, you, John. This is Noah and John with Urban Diggs, Maddie Faber from Holstead. We are talking Manhattan, and we'll see you next time.